Welcome to episode 563 of the show. Today we're going to go into more details about the uh, topic that we started yesterday on generating leads. So we're going to tackle the question of whether you can generate leads for cheap or whether you can generate leads without spending a lot of time or money. Now for those of you who are listening to the podcast for the first time, a lead is someone who has done something either online or offline in the real world or uh, digitally to show that they are probably interested in your product or your service and so these are good people that you ought to reach out to. If you want more details about that, you can check episode 562, which is the episode that came before this one for more details about who a lead is and how you can sort through who is interested, who is merely curious, or who is a time waster. And apart from episode 562, if you check the uh, subjects, or the headings rather, of the podcast as you scroll down to previous episodes, you might find episodes that have um, lead generation there, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think lead generation is the term that you should be looking out for if you go beyond episode 562 and you're going to be able to get more details about that. So, yeah, so that's it. That is um, who a lead is. Now, it's just a good question to ask whether we can get leads for cheap or whether we can generate leads without spending um, much money. I would say yes, it's a good question to ask and it's a good aspiration to have because there's no point in overpaying for anything in business relative to the value that you enjoy. So remember that, that not just for this whole question of um, how you get leads, it's a question or any other question in business that is always um, a matter of relative to the value that you're getting. Because some people like to think in absolute terms. They like to think that I spent 500000 on advertisements, and so because of that, that was too expensive. Now, it depends. If you spend 500000 on advertisements, but then what came back at the end of the day was $3 million, then do the math. Each time you spend 500 m, sorry, uh, 500000 you get $3 million. Is it worth it? It's always a trade-off. And it's always about relative value. So that's the proper way to assess um, things. And that's something that our brothers and sisters in the tech space already seem to do intuitively. So they figure that if they're launching this software, this app, this whatever, and it's costing them X amount of naira or X amount of dollars to get people on board. But then if the people stay on board the app and they stay for a year or two, you're going to be able to monetize them at Y and the difference in between has a healthy profit, then they go ahead and do that over and over and over again. And that's the reason why we are on Facebook or Instagram. The site was created for free and these people figured, let's keep on paying these engineers, let's keep on promoting this app, let's keep on getting everybody on it. And eventually the people hang around on this website or this app uh, called Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and we're able to keep them on it for five years, 10 years, 15 years, then advertisers, advertisers are going to be willing to pay us uh, good money um, down the line. And so it's a matter of um, looking at the trade-off. So it's always about relative value, and that is how you should be tackling the question. Uh, for instance, back when I was a wedding photographer, there was a time when I used to um, place advertisements in the church uh, bulletin. And I figured that since it was only 1,000 Naira uh, per advertisement, uh, you'd only be spending 4,000 Naira a month. I figured, eh, it's worth it. It's probably not bad. But then, after a while, 
uh, I looked at the math and compared to other things I was doing. Because apart from advertisements in the church bulletin, we had also I had also printed flyers. And then I also used to attend <clears throat> uh, wedding shows. And wedding shows would cost anything between uh, 50,000 50, to 120 or 150,000 um, a pop. Uh, that's depending on which location you um, you picked in the hall and depending on who the organizers were. This was uh, a while ago, so I'm not sure how much they would cost um, right now. Although, if memory serves me correctly, I think most of the players in the Abuja wedding space, uh, wedding fairs, wedding expos, they haven't come back. There's only been brides and babies since the coronavirus um, issues have been done. And I think when they came back, they came back at about 60,000, I think. But that's just a one-day event. Okay, but anyway, that's a good example to look at. So in this case now, you have some options. Number one, placing advertisements in the church bulletin at 1,000 Naira per weekend. Then there is also attending the brides and babies wedding fair at 60,000 Naira, but that is just one day. And then there's also another um, wedding uh, vendor in the market. I can't remember what that organization is called, uh, Wed Expo. Then there's Wed Expo at 150,000 Naira, but that is for three days. And then you're here uh, trying to assess um, the math that which one is better value. 1,000 Naira uh, for the placement in the bulletin, um, 60,000 Naira for one day, or 50,000 Naira for three days. Now, it's not just a matter of looking at the figures and trying to uh, arrive at the value per day and saying that 50,000 Naira per day is cheaper than paying 60,000 Naira one day or um, that 1,000 Naira in a print publication that is carried by thousands of members <clears throat> of the church congregation is better value than either of them because we also have to look at the um, probability that business is going to come from it. So these are the uh, trade-offs that we have to look at and um, this is the relative value that um, I've been talking about. Now, for those of you who are getting into your um, space, who are fresh into your space, so if you're coming into the wedding market, for instance, <clears throat> unfortunately, the there's no way to get the, the uh, data that you need. Sorry, one moment. <coughs> Alright, where was I? Okay, so if you're coming in fresh into the market, there's not going to be a way for you to get all the data that you need without doing a bit of um, experimenting. So you're going to have to try um, as many as you can afford. So spend some time, put money in the church bulletin, spend some time, try out a couple of wedding shows, and then see how things go, which is what I did. And then I found out that for the bulletin, even though it seemed cheap at the time because it was just 1,000 hour per advertisement, I ran the math and I figured that it was costing me about 11,000 Naira for each person who called. And for the people who called, I didn't end up doing a deal with any of them. So I found out that putting advertisements in the church bulletin actually was an expensive option because I would then ended up spending 11,000 Naira per lead. And the leads that came in were not high quality leads. They were not people who are ready to um, do business. Uh, sorry, there are not people who are looking for a wedding photographer or a wedding videographer now. It wasn't the bride herself, so it might be the bride's mom, um, 
or the bride's sisters uh, or the bride's cousin or you know the groom's cousin or whatever so it wasn't high quality leads and so even though it looked like a small naira amount 1000 naira i figured that this was too expensive and then i killed that and i stopped advertising in bulletins and then the ones that seemed much more expensive that's the wedding fairs for um 50 60000 naira a day or 150000 naira for a weekend um now it looks like that is a much more expensive thing um, especially since you're dropping all that money on one day but then the quality of people who uh, called in was a <clears throat> was a lot higher but people who are going to get married uh, themselves or who are just recently been engaged and were thinking about getting married sometime soon and that is a higher quality of um, lead to talk to and then the chances for doing business with those kinds of folks is um, a lot higher so yeah those are the sorts of things that we should be looking at so remember that it's all about relative value it's not just about the money that you're putting that down now but it's also about the quality of leads the quality of people who are going to call in and the possibility that that business might close in the future so yes this is a good question to ask let's try our best not to overpay for anything but let's bear in mind that there are costs um, associated with getting leads you are either going to spend time or you are going to spend money but it is never free the reason why i'm stressing this and emphasizing this is there are some people who will say uh buy this program do this do this do that and you're going to get leads for free you're going to get customers for free there is nothing in business that is free you will either spend time or you will spend money because you do not drop a kobo or a dime or a dollar. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I had set an alarm on my phone. I forgot about that before I started recording. Um, a few other things I have to pay attention to. So where was I? Yeah, costs associated in getting leads. So you're going to spend either time or you're going to spend money, but nothing is free. So the fact that you don't drop a kobo, a dime, a dollar, um, a yen, or whatever currency it is that your country has, uh, that doesn't make it free. You'll find that you're going to spend um, time and often there's an inverse relationship to time and money when it comes to these things. So you find, you find out that you spend a lot of time and that is the cost of the results that you are going to get. Because let's look at it this way. If you were a salaried employee, then all the time that you spend in all these activities would amount for something. You'd have to be paid a certain amount. Um, yeah, so that's it. So uh, when it comes to generating leads and most things in business, nothing is free. You'll either spend time or you either spend money. You just have to decide which you are much more comfortable with and which you have and uh, what you have an abundance of. So if you have an abundance of money, you might as well spend it and save yourself some time. If you have an abundance of time, then you might as well put in the effort and then save yourself some money. So that's how it works. It's an inverse relationship. If you have no time and you want to generate leads, then you're going to have to spend a whole of money. That's how it works. For instance, Big Brother Titans is <clears throat> has rolled out in Nigeria now. And in a relatively short amount of time, they've gotten people all jazzed up. And how did they do that? They did that by spending <clears throat> excuse me. They did that by spending lots of money. They spend lots of money advertising uh, Facebook ads, uh, DSTV television ads, radio ads. Uh, they're currently advertising on um Sound City FM in Abuja, and don't be surprised if they're advertising on other radio stations. And that's because they want all of us to tune in quickly, sharply, right now, 
to come along with the show and so they are spending lots of money because they don't have time or the time crunch is a whole lot um, short now there are other people on the other hand who have produced um, some stuff like a friend of mine who owns a movie studio uh, they just released uh, something on Netflix I think it's called Valentine's Day or something the movie was actually produced last year and since last year they have been doing uh, promos uh, putting out content stuff like that you know just steady grind of um, hyping this movie and this, and the whole thing has been happening over the last year and now they're on Netflix and uh, they're trying to make a push so that um, you know, they can get people to uh, watch this thing and the reason why people have taken um, a lot of time to do that is obviously well okay not obvious one of the reasons is probably because of you know limited budget because if you have a huge budget you do what other people do like say Marvel Studios or whatever you create the movie yes there's some press for the two or three years while the movie is being made but then uh, you launch the movie and then there's that big advertisement uh, push uh, online uh, offline uh, media you know all over the place to get people to go into the screens to um, so I go to the cinemas to watch the movie and that's because they have the money so it's an inverse relationship you'll find that people there's some people who don't have money but they have all time in the world uh, for instance let's say you are a student and you're getting ready to move into your um, next business so you guys are currently on holiday now you don't have a, a ton of money so you have all the time to put into um, going to visit people or creating content or whatever and then there are some people who I don't have the time, but they have the money. Uh, let's say you have a rich uncle or aunt. Um, they have a few <clears throat> hundred thousand or uh, a few million sitting around and they want to get some returns out of it, but they don't have time. So they're looking for the best places to invest the money for the right returns. So it's all about, um, it's an invest relationship. Okay, so I think I flogged that to death. So let me stop. So let me give another example about how um, is relative value and use at the time of money. There's one of my former students in the last incubation session who is engaged in list buying. Now, the list buying is a means of generating um, leads where you have somebody who is a broker who is sending you a list of people that might be your potential clients. So, um, it's an established business. That's how it works. But you will find that for those of you in uh, Western climes, those of you in North America and Western Europe, you'll find that the lead buying uh, thing uh, list buying thing operates a little different from how it um, applies over here. So now let me give you a Nigerian um, example. So list buying over here is location specific. We have that in common because people who sell lists um, also in the UK and America also do it um, location specific. So if you're a real estate broker, for instance, and you're looking for people in order to market your houses too, then uh, you find a list for Coventry if you're based in Coventry or um, a list for uh, Toronto, you know, if that's where you're based. Then, um, and then you get those phone numbers, those email addresses, and then you start calling up those people and start trying to chase them down to see how many houses you can sell. So it's the same over here in Nigeria, list buying, location specific. So this former student of mine has gotten a list for the eastern part of Nigeria, and you can buy into the network and you get WhatsApp contacts by the thousands. And uh, I guess it sounds like a good idea. I had my reservations when she told me about the idea, but I'm not going to discuss about that on this episode. It's something that we'll tackle in future episodes. Because when it comes to list buying, it's also about how targeted the list is. Because there's no point of getting a list of 100,000 people or 2 million people if the list wasn't properly targeted 
and there are just a lot of people there who are um, either dead, uh, the wrong phone number, or who uh, might not be possibly interested in your product or service at all. So it's all about targeting when it comes into list buying. So here you get uh, WhatsApp contacts by the thousands, and this is how you opt into the scheme. You either pay uh, money to get in, and I think it was a thousand naira or a few thousand, either that or you share to 60, or I can't remember, or 70,000 people. And um, you can see how for this list buying arrangement, you can see how there's time involved or there's money involved. If you have the money and you think 1,000, 2,000 is not a big deal, you just pay the 2,000 and you get access to the contacts. But then if 2,000 is a stretch uh, for you, then you go to the effort of uh, promoting I can't remember how the promotion was supposed to be done, but you're supposed to do it verified to 60 or 70 people. Now, for the people who own the network, who are selling the list of potential contacts, it kind of makes sense. You get 2,000 naira or 1,000 naira off everybody who's coming in. Um, or the people uh, who want to get in for free, so it seems. It looks like you, you think you're doing it for free. But if each person is sharing it to 60 or 70 uh, people, there's a lot of network um, effects being um, involved there. I mean, think about it in your business. Let's say you're a cake baker and you're a cake baker and you have, uh, let's say, 100 people who are talking to 60 other people on your behalf. So 100 people talking to 60 other people, that's, is that 6,000? I think that's 6,000 people. Um, if my math happens to be wrong, um, don't blame me, don't shoot me, I've been out of school for a while. So 100 people talking to 60 other people, uh, that's uh, quite a bit of um, network, effect, network effects there. So you can see that um, no matter what it is that you do, it is not free. Even if you find this kind of arrangement where so somebody says, uh, come in and get these benefits, uh, get these leads for free. It's not free. You're spending time and effort if you are not paying money. So yes, uh, you can generate leads for cheap and it's good to make sure you're not overpaying for anything. But remember, that is always relative to the value that you're going to enjoy. So that is what you should be thinking about. What is the value of the leads that you're going to get? And what is the possibility that you're going to end up doing uh, business with these people in the future? And remember that time and money are inversely related. You are either going to spend a lot of time on getting these leads if you don't have money, or if you have money to throw around, then you might as well just throw around uh, um, throw around uh, this money uh, so you don't have to spend a lot of time in advance. So that's it. Thanks for listening to episode 563. I'll catch you guys at the next episode where we will... Uh, okay, well, let me think about it. I haven't decided yet. I might look at some more examples about um, lead generation since in this episode we came up with two. Uh, that was me and my experience as a wedding photographer trying to juggle which was more important. Um, church bulletin, uh, wedding fairs, or what else? Okay, so that's one example, and then the list buying example here. So maybe, let's see what tomorrow brings. If I wake up and I feel like it, I'll look for more examples about how um, uh, other examples of um, lead generation uh, methods for small businesses. So thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next episode.